If you enjoy Our Sinclair and want to support the show, please visit our page at patreon.com slash Our Sinclair. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Our Sinclair. I'm John. And I'm Aaron. And today we're going to be talking about Miami Cobra GT. No. You don't say it like that. You say Miami Cobra GT. This is you need to build this up. That's awesome. Do you know what it's G- a cobra? Do you know what GT stands for? Getting tough. Get That's tough. Cool. Like Yo Joe. Yeah, man. Got to get tough. I think it stands for Grand Touring. Listen, this is look at the name of this car. Mm-hmm. Cobra. Got, well, it's it really hits all three high points. You got That's Miami, right. right? City of Lights. Yeah. City of Lights. Is that not Miami? No. No. Uh, you've got Cobra. Enough said. Enough said. Snake, gonna bite you. And GT. Yep. Anytime you put any two letters after a car, it you know it's it's the awesome model. It's like model. SE. Right. You know, or something. Yep. I love just the you name Get yourself of this. a Toyota Camry SE, you're rolling. Because, you know, when they when they thought of the name for this, right, they're like, listen, we need a car mm-hmm. that's going to appeal to young men. Yes. All right. Now, what do young men like? They like hot bikini women. Right. All right. There's your Miami. They like awesome killer animals. Yep. And they like a couple of random initials at the yeah. end. Bam. It's a marketing dream. That's what I would have done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can you imagine if it was Hur- Hurricane West Virginia, you know, Pinto, RX, no good. No, no good. No one gives a crap Except about Except for the that. RX part. Maybe get some uh, pills out of it. In West Virginia, it'd be yeah. great. That's why I put that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the name, just right out of the gate, great name. Mm-hmm. Now, what's the fanciest car you've ever driven in? I mean, you didn't have to drive, but ever been in, like, and actually rolling down the street. My old boss at the computer place had a, a collection of Jaguars. Mm. And, and I have ridden in, oh, I take that back. He had a car, it was a touring car, it was it was British, he only dealt in European imports. This was a, it was called the Ghost, some sort of, it was a... Oh, it's a Ghost? That's a Rolls Royce. That's right, that's what it was. Wow. This thing, you felt like... King Dong. That's amazing. In this car. That's a high-dollar vehicle. The boss is a millionaire. Yeah. You know, he made the big money. Now, I did not make any money at this job. (laughs) He didn't give me the ghost. One thing I learned about rich people from working at this job, now, I can't say all rich people are this, but this guy built himself up. He was a car dealer, Mm -hmm. you know, and he still was when I left. He worked all the time, all the time. Mm -hmm. And he was the cheapest man I've ever met. Even Jack Benny would have been like, "You're the man." <laughs> this guy was cheap, brother. But he, I mean, he printed out his wife's birthday card at work. He just downloaded some pictures and printed it out. He wasn't going to spend fifty cents on this birthday card. Mm. That's, he took her to Wendy's. I'm wow. serious. Wow. This guy was cheap. But yet he owned several Jaguars and a Rolls oh, Royce. Yeah, no, I mean thirty. Wow. He had a, he bought a shipment of these things. He had a ton of them. But yeah, that's a nice car. What about you? Uh, I've been in a DeLorean before. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I've, I've, I've been cruising around that. That was cool because as we were rolling down the road, we opened up the doors and gave the chicks the high sign as we were rolling by. You it, opened the doors? Yeah. Yeah. You open the doors while you're rolling. Yeah. It probably was not. Uh, now, these are the gull wing doors? Yeah. This is the back of the future. These aren't car. the ones where they, they eventually they made them where they, the outside door fold up. Yeah. They're not scissor doors. They're the full gull wings. The problem with those gull wings is when you go to a parking lot yeah. and you're bugged. Yeah. You can't get out. You need, like, you have to double park, basically. Yeah. Well, that, that just adds to the status, you know. And then again, if you're going to DeLorean, I remember I was at a, I was at a uh, Walmart or something. And a sucker drove up in a DeLorean, or they were actually there. Mm-hmm. And I got out with, I was with Luke. I was like, Luke. 
look at that car. And he goes, what is this? I was like, that's a DeLorean. He was like, oh, he'd never seen one before. And so we walked over to look at it. Well, I looked, and there was like 10 people over there. And here come the people out of the store that own it. And, and they're like, they're sort of laughing. And they're like, they're like, man, it's a great car. He's like, yeah, it's like, this happens to say where we go. Like, everyone that sees this awesome. car. That would be awesome. I'd love to drive something that just made people smile. The funny you thing know? is, when I pull it with my various cars, <laughs> it's the exact opposite. They, people <laughs> run away in terror. And they get cops to make sure this thing can legally be driven. It's so bad. You know, so yeah, it would be a different switch. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I think that, you know, I was thinking about buying a Bentley. You were? Yeah. Because you can get Bentleys for like, 18 to 30 grand. Oh, sure. Which is, I mean, it's not, I mean, that's still expensive, but it's not yeah. a Bentley News 500 grand. What I've learned is that an oil change for a Bentley is four figures. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? Because it uses special oil, and to, to get into where the oil is held, you need special tools that the mechanics hold on to very tightly. Uh-huh. So, uh, and when something goes wrong on a Bentley, you can easily spend the purchase price, that 18 to 30 grand, fixing it. So really, to own one of those, you need to be good at fixing cars. Well, no, you just need to be incredibly wealthy. Oh, I see. If you buy one new and you get the factory warranty, you're in good shape, except for the fact that you spent $500,000. But once these things are out of warranty, you can pick them up for a song. And what happens is people that own car dealerships next to the airport, people fly in from the Middle East, buy them, take them back to the Middle East, and then they roll around as, you know, is that's all the status symbol stuff over there. So I thought that was interesting. You know, the flip side of that is I have bought a car. I've had a $400 car and a $200 car. Mm-hmm. I drove both these cars to the, I thought, the end of their life. And both were purchased from me for the similar, a similar price when I bought it. I'm talking, I drove forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a Nova, a Chevy Nova, and a, and a, and a Citation. Mm-hmm. I drove the crap out of these cars because it's a dowdy tradition to drive until they're in the dirt. We've never had a car named after any animal. <laughs> and it never was based in any cool town. Everything we've had, you, I bet you've, straight I bet you've never had a car that was just a letter in three numbers after no, it either. I never had. Are you kidding me? E350 or something like that. When you're like talking that. about spending 18 to 30 grand for a car, I mean, I can't even... I can't fathom spending that much money. I, I, it's beyond. Well, my here's what you do: you don't build a building in the back of your, you know, property to put your arcade oh, that games was in. Nowhere near that much money. But no, and then you combine that with the price of your vehicle. There you go. No, that's still that's nowhere close. And then don't build the fence, and then don't get your air conditioning fixed, and then sell your house. And then you'll be but approaching the, the eighteen to thirty you live grand. In the car. <laughs> yeah, it's easy. It's easy. Now what you do is you go into hawk. You go into debt. Yeah, you and do. I, and, I, and it's. And I'll tell you what I do is I go into hawk, and then I pay an exorbitant interest rate, and then I never recover, and then I just feel guilty all the this time. This is for a man who, who considered a Bentley. Already <laughs> has considered buying yachts. True. You know, True. high 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 drag. Uh, <laughs> Uh, VR setups, mm-hmm. cameras, you've had it all, hot tubs, yep. hot, everything. A Bentley for you, it's like, that's, no, that's a normal it's just, day. It's just one other thing. Just one other that thing. That must be awesome. It is. I live the life of a champion. And who knew that the Winfield Middle School band director would be making that kind of brick? It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, when I look out upon my vast piles of cash, it staggers the imagination. Yeah. Is that what's behind that door? That's exactly what's behind yeah. that door. That's, why, well I hidden, that's too. why I don't let you go back there. Mm, I, uh... So, Aaron... Let's talk a little bit about the actual game, Miami Cobra GT. Oh, you know, it's funny. Whenever I say the word Miami, my my grandfather, my dad's dad, is from Kentucky, and he and I guess there's a Miami, Kentucky. There's a Miami, West Virginia. And he That's always right. yeah. And he always says Miami, Miami, Miami. Yeah, yeah. 
It's like with an A H at the yeah, end. Yeah, I know the one the Miami West Virginia is uh, out near Cabin Creek. Is it? Yeah, I've been huh. out there many times. It, just, it must be off the interstate. There ain't much going on there. Let's yeah. put it that way. So, uh, Miami Cobra GT. Mm-hmm. Year of release, nineteen ninety one. Of course, that's when you'd release a game like that. Um, this was published by Players Software Boat. Uh, these guys, and they, again, all these guys had a pretty long list of stuff. I just picked out a couple that I, that sounded cool or I'd heard of. Uh, they were responsible for Crime Busters. Like oh, yeah. Denizen, Deviance. Those are two different games. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wasn't sure if that was an adjective or two nouns. Skateboard. That's all you need. And Tomcat. <laughs> uh, a couple fellas put this together. Really, it was really, I think this is, it was one guy that did the game, and then another guy came, rolled in and did the, the cool, uh, the, the load screen, which is awesome, I, I might add. The author of this, and his name is in the game. He made sure to, he's, it's right up in there. Mm-hmm. His name is Nigel Spiat. Sp- you want to try that? I think it's Spate. Spate? Mm-hmm. Hey, you might be right, Boat, now that I look at it. This guy was, uh, he did a lot of stuff, uh, including <laughs> some of these. We've got BMX Ninja. <laughs> oh, man. Fire that up. Committee, Let's, get on this, that. This episode's over. <laughs> BMX Ninja. <laughs> Cyrus 2, Loco, Slicks, Trap, Traz, War Machine, Slicks, on and on. It goes on and on and on. Uh, Peter Frith, he, who, like I said, I think he did the uh, cool scene for this. He was responsible for another game called che- uh, Chevy Chase. Not Chevy Chase. Chevy, Chevy. Like a car. How do you know? Chase. Because I looked at the picture, and it was a Chevy. Maybe. Being chased. It was Chevy Chase not involved the the the... the Play, there's a place called Chevy Chase. And it's in Maryland. Yeah, 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 I've been through it. Neither one of those involved. Uh, this was available on the 48 or the 128K. They'd be both the same. They'd work on both. And this was a one-player game. It had very good control interface that you got to... Uh, you got all your usual joystick options plus uh, definable keys. Love that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny when you think about that stuff. Why every game should have it. And I will say most special games we played have had that. They're very good at that. Yeah. Um, now, get this boat. I always love this. I, I love this. Original price of the sucker, £2.99p. A great price. That's about what, 5 bucks American. Yeah, that's a, that's a steal. Man, you know, why did we get on some of that? I mean, I'd go to Radio Shack. The games cost a fortune. There was no... You weren't paying. You were getting nothing for here, five bucks. Here's here's my, my. I believe the reason why is because computer games had a much wider distribution in England. Uh, they were sold at Boots, which is like it, it, it's like Rite Aid. You know, like you could buy computer games everywhere. Yeah. And aside from maybe in those pre Atari twenty six hundred days before the crash, maybe you could do that. But I never saw computer games for sale outside of either department stores like Kmart or specialty boutiques like, you know, your uh, EB or something like that. I will say, Odyssey Games, you bought at JCPenney. Okay. So that's probably a place you probably wouldn't have expected no, to see it. No, And then, of course, in the old days, the Atari 2600 stuff, of course, you had Sears. Had yeah, had them. but Sears was, I mean, that they sold everything. To, when it comes to, like, the Coco, for example, which I sort of equate the Specky to the Coco, you weren't getting Coco games anywhere except Radio Shack. That's it. Oh, yeah. Unless you ordered them from the back of the magazines. You had one area. And right. Odyssey was the same way. You went to JCPenney, and there was a bunch of service merch. That was it. Yeah. That was it. So, 
to be able to go down to the Rite Aid and pick up a game. Yeah, that'd and that, be odd. That, <laughs> I think I think newsstands had them. I remember reading in Retro Gamer where they would just they'd have a little stand, you know, right there on the newsstand. You could buy games, and because the distribution was it just cassette, you know, you could pump these things out by the ten thousand. Yeah, and we've played a lot of these sort of cheapo games, mm-hmm. and and a lot of them are good. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's a, that's what irritates me because I would buy games that were just absolute the crap. Right. You know. Right. So, we're gushing over it. But, I mean, mm-hmm. this is one of the reasons I like the Spectrum. You get a lot of bang for your buck mm-hmm. on these games. So, let's talk about Miami Colbert. You know, I, I had to write some stuff down off the box, off the cartridge, because, I, I, you know, I love these. This this, this is great. Uh, uh, so, this is this is some of the glor- the glorious text that was in the I can't wait to hear the glorious text. Okay. Outrun. Sort of say, just that first word, Outrun. <laughs> <laughs> Outrunning the fastest competitors in this incredibly realistic 3D parallax scrolling road racing arcade simulation. That's one sentence. Wow. Burn up the tarmac as you screech your way around four grueling circuits in your turbocharged Cobra GT. That's fantastic. There's exclamation points to beat the band. Now there's more. Here's the other side. It's Miami. <laughs> It's a Mustang Cobra GT. Yeah, it is. Two liters of throbbing metal power. <laughs> a mean machine. You're at the wheel. A cool guy in a hot machine. The sun beats <laughs> down over the sand. The surf of the palm trees. It's time to stop cruising the boulevards. It's time to burn up the tracks. You've been challenged, and you must meet the challenge in head-to-head road racing against your competitors and the clock. Don't hang around. Hit the turbocharge. Hit the brakes. Slide your Cobra GT around the sharp bends. Above all, winning is the name of the game. See, let me tell you about why what the Spectrum has over something like the Amiga. That. In the Amiga, your games came in a box. Yeah. Which means that you could produce page after page of meaningless dribble. Yeah. With the Spectrum, you had to cut right to the chase because you're writing on the back of the cassette. I will, I'm going to tell you this, and I say this totally. Real, this is the best thing I've ever read. <laughs> it is, it's a fantastic. This I want to get up, go out and get in my car, and just burn my way down to Florida right now. <laughs> it's amazing. I love it's it. It's so evocative. Oh man! And you know, for for people living in Britain in the '80s, back before you know international travel is as big of a thing as it is now. Uh, I'm sure that Miami was a very, very exotic locale. Yes, I would love to film a commercial for this game. Mm-hmm. Just read that. Not to mention the fact that, like, my, or my PI was in Hawaii, but Miami Vice, you know, that was that was still pretty contemporary. Plus, Miami's, uh, as exotic as it gets in the mainland America. Oh yeah, I guess, absolutely. You know? Awesome. So, first of all, this game it says a lot with its very first ro- words: outrun. <laughs> so, <clears throat> now it's not, not totally outright. It's, it's a mix. But mm-hmm. what you've got here is. It's your classic uh, scrolling racing game. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, it's it's it, pole position. It's pole position. Mm-hmm. It's you know, it's it's you got a one gear low and high. I mean, you got two. You flip mm-hmm. between them, and you drive down these tracks. That's all there is to it. Uh, there, it's got it, uh, it's got different tracks, and each one of them have a different color, right? In fact, we're watching the video as we talk about it. This is my favorite looking one. Yeah. This it's a green bit, track with, right, the with the sunset. It looks awesome. Some of the tracks are not as attractive. Yeah. As None of the tracks are that true. So you've got eight levels to compete in, and each level has four stages. Now, I don't know how far you got in this game. Uh, I beat the first stage. I could not beat the second stage. I beat I, I beat the first stage, and I could not beat the second stage as well. So we weren't even really that close, were we? Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, car... It's a Cobra GT, okay. I mean, it could, they could tell me it was a, 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 
a bimpo five million. I don't. I mean, it just looks like I don't. I mean, I can't. This tell. is. I mean, the '80s Mustangs definitely had a look. Uh, yeah. You can always tell them because they had that plastic windscreen on the or the plastic uh, windshield screen on the back. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 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 So that's how you can tell it's sort of a plastic. You mean the spoiler? No, this is the thing that was sitting on the back of the window, the back oh, of the, the rear thing window. That, they always got broke. It, it, it's, yeah. Yeah. yeah they always thing. got broke yeah. on those things. So in this game, you, the controls are simple. It's it's uh, it's a left and right. You've got a high and low gear, and you've got turbo. Yeah. You got to have the turbo, and I, I I'm telling you, I of course I played this on the keyboard as I always do. I, I was unable to use the joystick with this. I, I fired this up. Yeah, I fired this up in Spectacular, and anytime I'd push the button, the game would reset. So I don't Spectacular know. Spectacular is that's the uh, Spectrum emulator that oh, I always. Oh, so did you use. actually try this on the Specky? I did not fire this up on the Spectrum. I just okay. played it emulate because I wanted to do both the 48 and the 128K versions. I mean, I, I thought they were the same. Is it? I could. Is the 128K version has much, much, much better sound. Really? I didn't even try that. I just tried. I just oh tried yeah. The most basic There's a one. song at the beginning that's awesome really? on the 128K oh, version, man, I can't and the engine that. sounds actually are pretty good. They well, sound like a C64. Mine just play. I just played the plain Jane and version. You could, but, you but get it, that. it plays uh, again. We've played a couple. Of, I, I, Gameplay now, wise, is exactly. The remember same. when we played was a Chase HQ? Mm -hmm. Like this, I like this much more. Me too. And it's a much this, better playing game. This is a game that I didn't absolutely suck at. Yeah. This game is a lot more uh, playable to me. Uh, what do you compare this to? It's almost sort of like a Lotus sort of, a, of mm -hmm. affair. It's a. It runs. I mean, I'm not gonna. Nobody's gonna say this thing looks and plays like Lotus. No. But. I have a hard time believing you could get any closer to that kind of experience than this game. On, on the Spectrum, I mean. It runs, it, yeah, as usual, we're always impressed with the way the Spectrum handles a game of speed. Mm -hmm. You get a good feeling of your movement. Now, color clash, full effect. Sure. Uh, you're, well, it, all it, of on, the all of the images are wireframe. Yeah, every There's, level, is it, everything's basically see-through. Mm -hmm. And some of the level of color choices, I mean, I will say, I like the fact that they do have choices. So. Yeah, and I like the fact that it changes every, Yeah, that's you know, what I mean. So yeah. that way, you, you you know, it helps. And, you know, you talked about, I mean, I agree with you. The one with the sunset is attractive, but the other ones are not bad. Like the one we're watching now, it's sort of like a dusk, you know, where you've got the gray uh, the gray scenery, and then it kind of goes from light blue to dark blue. Yeah. That's not, uh, that's not ugly. This reminded me, I mean, it controls like pole position, but what it reminded me of was sort of like, it reminded me a little bit of like Turbo. Mm. If you ever yeah. played Turbo, mm -hmm. it's like a jack, like a little bit better looking in terms of the actual car and scenery. Car. I mean, it's like yeah. Turbo is better looking in some ways. This is better looking in some ways, but they're they're similar. And the car definitely looks better. And what's one. different to me from pole position or, or and certainly outrun is the fact that there are way more cars. Mm -hmm. Like pole position, you're not going to run into that many cars. This no, is like but here, cars. but here's the thing: when you run into a car in this game, it's not insta death. Right, like but I mean, it it, there's position. just a lot more traffic. Yeah. In turbo, yeah. you're gonna you hit a lot more traffic. Well, this is a street racing simulator. Right. You know, um, you you'll there are different uh, there's scenery. Uh, you go through cities and there's and you go out. In the country, presumably you're out in our fields mm -hmm. or whatever. Uh, you know, uh, did I get a Miami vibe from the scene? Not really. Oh, I did totally. Those high rises, the, the palm oh, trees. That, that could be anywhere. Are there palm trees in this? I might have just imagined I don't ever see any palm trees or the ocean. I think that this is just, I I got the Miami vibe, and the colors help a lot too. The sunset, all the different, the gradient. Yeah, I guess, you know. I guess when, they, when you switch, like, there aren't a lot of pastoral fields in, in southern Florida or Miami. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I yeah. think that this is, I, I would pass this off as a reasonable facsimile of Miami. Here's, I mean, look at, listen, I would have paid three, 
pound for the box. <laughs> just for that, just, just for that paragraph. Read, I can yeah. read that occasionally. <laughs> yeah, that's that was my great. new. That's my new uh, message on my phone. Mm. I'm just gonna read that. <laughs> um, the uh, uh, the fact is that it, listen, it's a basic racing game. I have some of the cocoa very similar. Basic game. Here's the difference. It plays fine. It looks fine. Mm -hmm. uh, it, presumably, it sounds fine on the version you played, and it's perfectly playable, and it runs well, and it's fun. And it was three pounds. Right. You know, said. Right. It's a that's a heck of a bargain. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought the opening, the uh, picture, the loading screen was cool looking. It was. It gave you uh, the feeling of, of what the vibe of what the game was going for. You know. Uh, I have no qualms. I, th I thought the whole thing was top shelf. Yeah, me too. Uh, and I didn't have any trouble running. I emulated, of course. I don't have a, a Spectrum yet, but I emulated it, ran with no problem. I always play with the keyboard. And the good thing about playing a game like this with the keyboard is you've got that I, it, easy access to that turbo button, uh, turbo space bar, hit that sucker. I was turboing left and right. The good thing about having a turbo, turbo is not, to me, turbo is not to help you go go further and be further ahead it's when you screw up right it's your that's when you it's punch your fail that safe turbo. right uh you, that's when you have that you punch that turbo and it, and it makes a big difference if you're if you're struggling you can hit that thing a couple times i believe the limit on each level i think you can only hit the turbo button is it six or eight times you have a certain amount and it's it, it counts here. it down on the on the left side i think yeah there's everything's heads up so you have mm -hmm. no trouble it's got you've got your speed. yeah that's another great thing about this game you've got the map I mean, think, think about how many games we've played that don't that don't feature that map up there in the corner. Yeah. Like that, the overlay there. All your information is on the HUD, and it doesn't, they don't letterbox it like they do in some other titles where they put it outside the action, they overlay it. I like that a lot. I mean, this is a fantastic, again, for three pounds, I don't see how you could do much better than this. <laughs> Did you notice that the... Uh Speed was in uh, miles per hour? Yeah. Because you're in Miami, right? You get right. American cold. Right, I, right. I just... I think in in England they they still use miles sometimes oh, too. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I, I noticed that when I was over there. Sometimes you you still hear miles creep into the conversation. Well, if you put sometimes. kilometers up there, we'd be clueless. Yeah, what's going know. on? Yeah. Overall, a solid solid title. I mean, mm -hmm. it's funny. I, you know, I, it's we just I just review. I've reviewed a lot, or not reviewed. But you I can say review. I'll never say it. I've looked at several games in the past week. Okay. And all more, way more complex than this, and all looked better. Okay, all of them. There's something I'm a sucker for a simple game like this. Mm -hmm. I just can't help myself. Yeah, it's it's. I, sometimes I just want to sit down and just play the game. What's great is you can you can put on some synth wave or whatever <laughs> kind of music you want and just really just zone out and play this thing. Yeah, it's I, great. I'm, I'm sure people listen to this show and they're like, listen, to this blowhard. He's putting these old games over. Look at these things. So, man, I I I I feel bad for killing something that's people spend a lot more time on. But I mean, I just can't help my nature. And when it comes to these simple games mm -hmm. like these race games, I just love. Them. I eat them up. Yeah. Or a simple platform or simple fighting. I just I just can't stand it. I love them. So a big enthusiastic thumbs up for me on this, and I'm guessing you as well. Did the uh, did the reviews concur? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> the, this was, from what I can tell, this was sort of considered middle of the road. So the people over at World of Spectrum uh, gave this a 7.37. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, computer video games gave it a 72%. Sin uh, Crash gave it 78. Sinclair User 81. I mean, and I'll admit, it's this is a no-frills racer. Sure. Uh, 
it's it's no frills. But it, it lets you count the text. That's a frill to me. But otherwise, it's just a game. You just sit down and race this, and, and it's fun. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. If you want to race, if you don't want to worry about pit stops or uh, finding your way or or capturing people, any of that crap, you just want to play a game where you're just running around in a hot car, it's your game. Absolutely. We had a couple of Discord reviews. Uh, Graham W. Vebke says, This game has a WEC Le Mans and Crazy Cars feel to it and is very well animated, giving the game a real sense of speed. There's some wild color palettes here and the horizon's kind of boring and at times the games can look can, can look quite monochrome. But that's probably my only criticism other than the no music in the game. Uh, the sound is typical ZX Spectrum style. There it is. But it's not annoying. The car controls really well. You can corner quite nicely and overtake other vehicles fairly easily as they don't move around and change lanes. And you don't feel like you're driving a tank. Really great racing game, 8 out of 10. Mm. And Chris Fold says Miami Cobra is a relatively undiscovered gem of a Spectrum racing game. Great use of colors, super fast paced action with great controls, a fun and simple racing game, 8 out of 10. So wow. Discord liked it too. You know, before we roll on, you know, the, the, uh, Spectrum Next is still on the horizon. Hovering somewhere. And I've heard a lot of discussion on what games you're going to play on this thing. You know, And so I submit this to you. We just played uh, as basic a racing game as you could probably find outside of like the over-the-head racing games from the old Atari days. Right. Can can you release a game like this on this spectrum and expect to sell? I mean, are people going to buy these games anymore? Okay, you, you can stop right there. Are, are people going to buy games for the spectrum no, when no. the spectrum's released? You can stop right there. We don't know. Well, I guess I want you to speculate. Well, is a game like this something that could be marketed and sold in 2019? Oh, absolutely. Horizon Chase Turbo. Have you no, ever well, heard of that game? I've, I've played that. That game is this game. Well, it's, it's a simple racing game. Simple I'm, graphics. It's, that, it's it's way more advanced in terms of the way it looks than this. Well, I mean, yes, so, but, but I, it's still at it, its core. I guess it, take the game out of it. Can simple games like like that are like this, simple but fun games, which I think is what drove the Spectrum to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Right? Are, are do people can people still and not old people like me, but can younger people can they still be enamored with games like that? I mean, obviously oh sure, Bege- the the equivalent of that is on the mobile, like all of those endless runner games. Yeah, that's exactly what this game is. Do you think we're going to see that sort of thing when this the next comes out? Oh, I guarantee you, we're going to see a game that looks like Miami Cobra GT. Like it'll it'll probably be more fully fleshed out because the, this you're dealing with a uh, you know a more advanced system and people are looking to make some bucks on whatever they sell so they're going to put forth a little bit more effort but I guarantee you you're going to see a game that looks like this or Chase HQ or Lotus one of those types of games because I was pondering this the other day I, I, I don't, I'm not getting the next I can't afford a next it'd be fun to have if you were to take some of the games we've looked at and we've looked at quite a few now and I'm going to say Chaos is a good example or, or a game like this or even a game like this and you don't have to go crazy, but if you just modernize, say, in Chaos, modernize the interface, modernize the menu system, mm-hmm. okay, for example, and leave it, because it sort of has been done. Right. But still, it's in the Spectrum style. Sure. You don't want to change the graphics. That's right. I mean, you could you could take out the color clash, something mm-hmm. like that, but I mean, I think you got something. Absolutely. I think that's the way this machine should be marketed. We took the games you love, we used the extra power that we've got to modernize the menus, the interface. Maybe you play Cobra GT with your buddy, mm-hmm. right? Right. Something like that. Yeah. 
and then you unleash these things and see how mm-hmm. you do. I think that's the crowd you're looking at. You're not going to win over the guys that are going to play Metal Gear right. or something. Or, I mean, uh, Gears of War. You're, mm-hmm. you're what those guys that are in this. I, I hope that's at least some of the direction. That I think going. that that's what they what they're counting on. Awesome. Um, we got a new podcast review this week, Aaron. Okay. Oh. This is from uh, our buddy Matt Neo MK from the UK. Okay. Okay. He says, "Just found your podcast. Nice to hear a new dedicated Specky podcast. Being a Brit, real shame you missed it back in the day." Arguably the biggest selling microcomputer in the UK from 82 to 86, with only the C64 offering serious competition. For great games, pick anything from Ultimate Play the Game, Houston, and many US Gold titles who made great arcade conversions. And he goes on to list a, a bunch of uh, recommendations that I'll check out. He says, uh, keep up the good work, and I look forward to hearing about many more games. Thanks, Matt Holiday, UK. So nice. this, this was on uh, this was a uh, Apple review, an iTunes, iTunes review, yeah, outstanding. So uh, if you enjoy our Sinclair and haven't yet left us an iTunes review, that really helps us get discovered because all the podcast players use the iTunes recommendation engine to uh, surface new podcasts to people. So uh, if you could leave us a review, we'd really appreciate it. Um, also. If you'd like to support our Sinclair and throw us a couple bucks a month, uh, there's a lot in it for you, the listener. Uh, you get access to our Discord channel, which is tons of uh, talk all the time. We were talking about on Amigos how I really feel like the uh, the Discord channel recaptures some of that early internet magic, either through you know BBS or the early early days of Usenet and the forums, where you really felt like you knew people. It wasn't like a social media you know Sinclair group where people are just posting random stuff. You get to know these people and you get to know where they're from, their community, what they're into. Um, we talk about all kinds of stuff. You know, there's tons of uh, within our uh, channel and there's I mean because it's sort of a, a closed community it's limited it's not just anybody on there and uh, like I said I've, I've met some really great friends I really consider them friends you know through the discord oh yeah you see every sort of crazy vacation mm-hmm. all people's different projects that they're working on yeah there's a lot of brilliant people in there way smarter than, than us and they're very interesting uh, uh, and I, you learn a lot about um, Different areas. It's it's just great. I love it. I would never have guessed either. I, I love it. I love it. It's which it's great. Yeah. And of course, if you are a uh, Spectrum supporter uh, and you get on, you got to get on with at least four months to go before the end of the year. So you got to get on in August if you want in on this. Um, in December at Christmas time, I send out a, the official Spectrum supporter magnet, which is super awesome. You can see that on our Patreon page. Patreon.com slash Our Sinclair. Um, and if you really want to live among the giants, join up with Clive's Club. The Clive's Club team selects the game that we play each and every week. So if there's a game you want us to cover, that's the fastest way to get us to feature it on the show is join up at uh, on the Clive's Club Man, level. They've, they've done a great job. Yeah, yeah. You know, before we wrap it up, I actually went back and played a, a little bit more of Lords of Chaos uh, over the week. That's a game, what we were just talking about, if you can modernize the interface, I think that is a, I mean, that game, there's a lot of fun there to be had, I think. Mm -hmm. You know, and the more I play it, the more I get into it. I'm wondering if it'll ever pop up, you know, it's on, they have an Amiga version. I wonder if we'll ever end up playing it on Amigos. I'd like to to check check it out. Yeah. Um, We do want to thank all of our Spectrum supporters over on Patreon. We've got Laurent Giroux, Gary Heather, Eric Nelson, Harbonaut, Graham Vebke, Frodo NL, Tapes from the Crypt, Pixels of Dawn, Chris Folds, Paul Harrington, and Christopher Hassel. 
Thank you guys so much for supporting our Sinclair. And a shout out to Jonas who helped us with the main. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. He's right there on the chat. He's in chat. Yeah. So, um, next week, Aaron, we're going to play a shooter called It's either Zenapps or Zynapps. I'm going to go with Zenapps. I I think it's Zynapps, but I don't know for sure. I have heard of this one, so that'll be great. We've played a couple of shooters, and they've been. They've been okay. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to the trying this one out. Absolutely. Well, guys, thank you as always for listening. We'll be back next week with a new episode. Until then, rewind tape. And press play.